Welcome to AM Best Audio. The Inland Marine Underwriters Association recently launched a new broker membership category, which comes with a modest member assessment and entitles all interested brokerage firm employees to access the IMUA remote or virtual education curriculum at no additional fee. I'm Lori Chortis for AMBEST TV. And join us now to talk about the new broker membership category and trends in the inland marine market is IMUA president and CEO, Kevin O'Brien. Kevin, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Lori. Really appreciate it. Kevin, can you tell us a bit about IMUA? Sure. So IMUA is a uh, insurance company trade association. We have 46 insurance company members. And from those companies, we have about 3,500 of their industry professionals involved with IMUA, taking advantage of our education curriculum and so on. Can you tell us about the new broker membership category and how it came about? Sure. It was an interesting evolution, uh, Lori. What happened is when the pandemic hit, uh, IMUA, like everybody else, had a pivot. And uh, we had traditionally done on-site classroom training, seminars, that type of thing. Uh, so the pandemic hit, we went 100% virtual. Uh, everything was remote. And uh, we started to do some complimentary programs. And we found that our registrations went from typically 50 people joining us to 250. And we switched uh, completely to 100% uh, remote. And just last year, we went to no fee for our education programs. So everything now within IMUA that's remote or virtual is available just upon registration. And, and the, the, the attendance has skyrocketed. And with that, IMUA has always sought ways to get the broker community involved. Uh, two reasons. Obviously, underwriters like to get with brokers and, and network and so on. And also, there's an underlying need for education within the broker community about Inland Marine. You know, it's kind of funny. Within the PNC industry, Inland Marine represents about 2 to 3% of the total premium volume. And in the training and education world, that 2 to 3% doesn't add up to a lot. When Even with companies that have in-house training, uh, Inland Marine is often kind of like the stepchild. And uh, so we think that the, the broker community could really benefit from taking advantage of what we have to offer in our education curriculum. So what we did is we set up a program, the, the broker membership, and uh, it's based on revenue size. Brokers that are over $25 million in revenue uh, would pay a fee of $4,000. Below $25 million in revenue, it's like $1,950. And with that entitles, like somebody, like a national broker, they can register as many people as they want within IMUA, and they have free access to all the education programs. That includes upcoming events that are remote. So we have a calendar of events upcoming that are available. We have over 50 archived webinars uh, that are available. We also have an e-learning course, a, a platform of four of the basic classes of business for Inland Marine, transportation, construction, uh, a fine art, and so on. And so that's all available. And you know, we're just rolling this out now to brokers. And uh, Marsh and Amwins are the first ones to sign on with us. And they're very excited about it, very, very involved with us. So we're, we're, we're looking forward to making a, a, a big splash within the broker community. And I think it's going to be a, a benefit you know, mutually for IMUA and also for the broker community. How has the new category been received by insurers? Oh, it's, it's, you know, our board was very excited about it. Our board is really the one that crafted this, uh, this category. 
and uh, we're just rolling it out now. So I think uh, within another 12 months, we'll have a substantial uh, piece of the broker community involved. It just makes sense for the brokers. When you, where can you get that kind of education? It's really not that, inland marine education is not widely available. And to be able to have, you know, hundreds of your colleagues uh, have access to those programs is terrific. So Kevin, what are the benefits to brokers and why open up to brokers now? Well, two things. One is the networking benefit by being involved with IMUA. Uh, any broker likes to develop relationships with an underwriter. That's how business gets done. So that's one thing. But then more importantly, I think, is the idea that this education, this fundamental inland marine education is available to the brokers at basically no fee and, and for hundreds of their colleagues across the country. Is distribution in inland marine changing and what changes are you now seeing? Well, I think it is changing a little bit. Uh, number one is the competition is, is very heavy, uh, and it has been historically. And, and I think that's primarily due to the fact that Inland Marine has uh, traditionally been more profitable than the PNC industry as a whole. Typically, uh, Inland Marine is about 10 points uh, on combined ratio lower than the overall property casualty. So that's a very attractive market for insurance companies to get into. So the competition is definitely stiff. And, and one of the things that we're seeing is a rise in, in new MGAs. Uh, and historically, the expense ratio for Inland Marine has been kind of high because we haven't been able to, you know, use AI for underwriting purposes. It's, it's, still, it's still a very um, scientific underwriting process. It doesn't allow itself to be automated too much. So the expense ratio is high. So we're seeing these MGAs come forward now to relieve the insurance companies of the underwriting, uh, of, the, of the actual underwriting expense. They're taking it on themselves. And, and that's, that's become a big change in the industry. Some of the changes that you are seeing in the market today, are they a result of COVID? And how did Inland Marine fare during the pandemic? Well, look, early on in the pandemic, everything shut down. So, you know, two of the big lines of, of Inland Marine have to do with transportation and construction you know, uh, builder's risk, contractor's equipment, and so on, motor truck cargo in the transportation sector. And what happened is everything kind of shut down, but quickly it came back, and it came roaring back. And now uh, the premiums are way up. Uh, the market seems to be firming a little bit. I wouldn't say it's hardening, but it's firming. So rates are going up a little bit. And uh, so we've seen a dramatic increase in, in, in net written premium among our uh, member companies. In terms of supply chain issues that we saw during the pandemic, what challenges did that create for the market? What did Inland Marine insurers do to address those issues? And is this something that the market is continuing to grapple with? The market is continuing to grapple with it. I think it's starting to ease up a little bit and you know, across the sector, obviously. But with supply chain issues, you know, uh, let's say, for instance, you take a uh, contractor's equipment. So you have a contractor with a crane, you have a contractor with a crane on site crane needs uh, new parts, maybe it has to be replaced. Well, now the supply chain was kind of shut down. So if that crane, if a new crane is coming from Japan and it can't get here, you could be without a crane for nine months. And uh, that was, you know, that was a big issue. Also, you know, on, on the construction side, we had lumber prices skyrocketing. That seems to kind of have eased off a little bit. So builder's risk was hit with a lot of delays. Uh, supplies were not available and projects didn't go forward. But it seems to be easing up now and things are kind of almost back to normal. 
Turning to MGAs, how do MGAs operate differently than insurers? And are MGAs and DUAEs or Delegated Underwriting Authority Enterprises bringing about a new focus in Inland Marine that we haven't seen before? Well, as I mentioned earlier, Lori, yes, there's been a rise in MGAs, no doubt about it. And what happens is an insurance company can pass off that, uh, that capacity, that underwriting capacity to an MGA. The MGA doesn't really have uh, skin in the game in terms of risk for losses. So they kind of, you know, they know where they're doing. They can operate in a stable environment and the insurance companies can, can push that underwriting capacity off to a third party. Last year, the world witnessed a series of devastating natural catastrophes. We saw wildfires, earthquakes, hurricanes like Ian and, and other disasters. What impact are events like those having on the inland marine market? Big impact, big impact. In fact, uh, our, our annual conference is coming up in, uh, in Tucson, Arizona, April 30th, we kick off. One of the sessions that we have going on in the conference is natural catastrophes because it is a big deal for the inland marine market. Uh, when you think about it, we have uh, buildings in the course of construction. So you have uh, contractors' equipment. You could have a yard full of, uh, you know, 50 pieces of equipment. And if that yard floods, you, you're in a lot of trouble. So flooding is a big issue. Obviously, uh, uh, wildfire has become a major issue, especially uh, with construction. So, yeah, it, it's something that's always prevalent in, in our industry and always a concern. Looking ahead, Kevin, what opportunities do you see for the inland marine market in the coming years? Well, I, I think it's, it's going to be competitive, and I think it's, it's going to be fairly stable. You know, it, there's not a whole lot that changes with it, um, and, and I don't think there's much that's going to happen from a legislative or regulatory effect. So I think it's going to be kind of business as usual and moving forward. Well, Kevin, this has been so informative. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Very welcome, Lori. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. That was Kevin O'Brien, President and CEO of the Inland Marine Underwriters Association. For AMBAS TV, I'm Lori Chortis. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AMBAS TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.